Welcome to the first ever Banner from the Cheap Seats emergency podcast. I'm fucking thrilled by the hire that Atlanta just threw out of the blue. Was this name even mentioned once? Not even, not even once. It's like those old weed commercials. Not even once. Not even once. My God. They interviewed seven other candidates. Bill Belichick twice. Harbaugh twice. Vrabel twice. I thought it was one of them. And and who'd they choose, John? Who'd they choose? They they chose uh, Raheem Morris. Welcome back to Atlanta. Welcome back. Glad to have you. He was four and seven as the interim head coach whenever they fired uh whatever the hell his name was. Almost said Arthur Smith, dear God. Dan Quinn. When they fired Dan Quinn, he stepped in. Did a real bang up job. Went four and seven. And uh, before that, he was at the Buccaneers. He only won 17 games. Uh, his coaching, his overall coaching record is 21 and 38. We had how many proven winners? Three. Three proven winners that they had interviewed twice. And they, and they, and they go with him. Of all the people interviewed, you had three that you know could take you to a playoff game this very next year. Two might even uh, two went been, been to a Super Bowl, and one been to six of them, eight of them. Sorry, I forgot Eli Manning, but yeah. Oh no, I'll make that nine because I forgot. I uh, forgot Nick Foles too. But still, you Nick go Foles. with. <laughs> was he there for the one four years before Brady, or was that before he joined New England? That was before. Anyway, man's been there forever. Man's been in the postseason more than I think every that's in the NFL right now. And you just say nah, just nah. I I, I'll get I'll I'll save uh, part of this part of that anger that died down. As I heard, who they're hiring as a offensive coordinator, it's it's actually not that bad of a, a bad of a pickup. Zach Robinson, uh, the not Chargers, the Rams, OC. I'm okay with that. If we would have done, so if we you, done this podcast about what four hours ago when it was announced, oh my god, uh, I would have lost my ever loving shit. I've calmed down a little bit. I'm still pissed off, but the the players that are on the team, the star players on the team, love the hire. I don't know how to feel about that either, but it's working out for something. Yeah, it's working out for Dan Campbell. His players love him, so I want to be wrong. I really want to be wrong on this one. You took both coordinators from the Rams and one move. I think the reason the Belichick hire didn't go through is supposedly he wanted control of the roster, of trades, of draft picks, free agency, all of that, and they just kind of told him no. Yeah, he did a real bang-up job in New England towards the end there. So, 
I get that. But New England also had Atlanta's old GM working with player personnel, Thomas Dimitrov. So that's probably why their defense was so bad. Yeah. I am... I, I'm, I'm lost for words. This caught this was just straight out of left field. I didn't believe it the first few times that I was looking at it, and then, um, then the Falcons uh, announced it about an hour after uh, Adam Schefter did. And you say Falcons Twitter and the Falcons fans on the Facebook pages were uh, there were some mixed reactions. Yeah, yeah, most of us livid. Most of us pretty livid. Well, I mean, after the big three that were interviewed twice, can't blame them. Yeah. Um, there's There was a rumor going around, I think it's been confirmed now, that there was some internal push to get Morris. And I'm thinking Rich McKay... Uh, I'm not. He's not the GM. But he's like the next, the next. Uh, AGM. He's not the GM. He's not. He's not the general manager. He's like the next, the next guy. Yeah, it'd be the AGM assistant. Uh, no, he's. He's. Uh, I don't know. What, I don't know what the fuck his actual. Um, name what of his job is again. Rich McKay. Him and Arthur Blank are the two that did all the interviews and. Decided on the hire. The actual gym of the Falcons had no fucking say in it. So the guy who's going to be building your roster and move, making all the moves has no say in who the head coach is going to be. This is why we can't win. He is the CEO of the Falcons. Ah, there, there we go. So he may actually be above the GM. Yeah, he is. I'm just trying to think of. I couldn't think of what they were, what his uh, actual job title was. I have. Uh, I, I. I don't. I, I want to. I want to be hopeful for the season, but I feel like we're going to be drafting top five. I mean, I don't think it could be worse than what Arthur Smith was doing with this star-studded offense you all honestly have outside of Desmond Ritter. I wish we could have done this podcast about four hours earlier. I had some fucking heat going on. But it is what it is. Um, just absolutely disgusted about how they just threw this together. Pump faking literally everybody. We blew a 28-3 to lead on the Belichick hire. And... Harbaugh got signed up by the Chargers after we had given him two interviews. Uh, I think the Chargers were going to win that one regardless. That's an offense that's going to be absolutely a a fucking problem next year under Harbaugh. AFC Championship next year for them. I don't think they're they're winning a Super Bowl this year or this coming year. But... They might. They might. We'll see, though. Just absolutely I mean, disgusting, man. It's just, 
As long as there's another team to cause problems for the fucking Chiefs. Uh, man, I know. I know. At one point, we were all sick of Brady, Manning, or Big Ben being at a Super Bowl every year for twenty years. But I ain't gonna lie, I miss it. It was more tolerable. Social media has ruined all the stars in all major uh, all major sports. That's except a, that Joey, might be. except Joey Votto. Joey Votto is the king of Twitter, and I will not be taking any further discussions on it. He's not really a, a star player anymore. I hate to say, but I he still holds a special place in my heart. God damn it! Yeah, I'm just, I'm just disgusted and uh, just caught off guard. I feel like I, I don't know why they, uh, they didn't even announce that he was getting a interview. The only no announcements I ever saw for interviews were Belichick, Harborough, and uh, Rabel. Uh, Swolwick or whatever his name is from uh, the Texans got an interview and then somebody else too. I didn't uh, even see that one. I sure as fuck nobody saw anything about this one. No. This one had it been done behind closed doors and nobody else knew. That's the only way this one makes sense. Someone must know something about him to give him another shot. I'm thinking one of two things happened. Either uh, McKay pulled a lot of strings to get him there, or the players, the star players, were like, well, we are resign if you get this guy. I just want to know why him. Of all people. And you say he's already tried for the Falcons once and was dog shit in Tampa for three years. He did good his first year in Tampa, and then the wheels fell off. But still, like, yeah. What what could have changed in his coaching style? To I have no idea. the The coordinator he had he he's bringing with him though is is giving me a little bit of hope. And last time I had hope with the fucking Falcons, I got burned, just like every other time. Uh, just a quick rundown of this is the men or the presentation I wanted to put on. Ever since twenty sixteen and the, the twenty eighth of three debacle. Um so Shanahan leaves, they hire uh Steve Sarkeesian. They get to the divisional round. They play the Eagles, hit Julio Jones in the corner of the end zone to win the game. Goes right through his hands. And ever since then, straight downhill. Uh, the next season, they have their f- first losing season in for however many years. For a couple of years. Uh, they And then um, they get rid of Sarkeesian. Sarkeesian goes to USC. Then um, I'm going straight off, my, uh, off uh, memory here. So I'll leave a couple things out. Go fuck yourselves. Uh, they keep Dan Quinn for a couple of years too long. There's a bunch of giant leads. He, he His uh, teams blow like the one against the Cowboys where they were up like 30. Oh, my God. Uh, the one where they blow against the Dolphins where they're up like 25. Uh, I'm forgetting another one in there somewhere. Uh, they had the Lions beat if Todd Gurley just takes a knee at the goal line, but he scores a touchdown and Matthew Stafford does his thing and takes him down the field and they win that way. Um. 
then they get rid of Dan Quinn. They bring in Arthur Smith. First season, they only win seven games. Uh, and then Deshaun Watson, the market for him opens up. They piss Matt Ryan off, run him out of town. Uh, go have seven wins with Marcus Mariota and Desmond Ritter. And then just wash and repeat for this year with no Marcus Mariota at Taylor Heineke. When does my suffering end? Well, on the same time, mine will. We're both fucked. You saw your team win a Super Bowl. I did. I had to sit through the <laughs> the did. biggest blown lead of all time in a playoff game. Let me see. Of all time, no. Matt Ryan still has that one, but but in a Colts uniform. Hey, hey. In his defense, if you score that many points, your defense should be able to cover. Yeah, they should. They absolutely should. Against the Vikings, no less. Ugh, Colts downfall has been crazy. But this is a curse of uh, Schefter announcing Luck's retirement and us booing him. Not not us. I didn't do it. Yeah. I was more upset oh. the news came 30 seconds after I just drafted this dude in fantasy that year. <laughs> Mid-draft. Just picked Andrew Luck. Andrew Luck retires. <laughs> what? 2027 is about to be a movie when we go through this coaching carousel thing again. Uh, that's about the time we'll probably give up on uh, Anthony Richardson, too. It's going to be it's going to be insane. There. Who are we going to get this time? They're probably going to hire the guy I've been screaming to hire for the past 10 years now. Eric B. Enemy. And uh, yeah. He'll probably be somewhere else by then. He doesn't have a head coaching job yet, it's beyond me. Eh, I don't know. I think he's fucking up his interviews on purpose. <laughs> he's got a good thing going. He don't want to ruin it. Yeah. Oh, my God. He's, he's probably going into his interviews just like Peter Griffin did in his. <laughs> <laughs> don't say fucking your wife. Don't say fucking your wife. <laughs> but. I was imagining more the stepbrothers think we're gonna fuck shit up. No, no, not that way. He's <laughs> he's going the way they will not hire him. But oh my god! So we got the playoff games coming up. We've covered that in the last episode. Make sure y'all check that out. Yeah, you bunch of bitches. Yeah, uh, check that uh, podcast out. Also, check out the Cheap Pop Wrestling Podcast. Almost began this uh, this show starting off like we were doing that one. We're recording that one tomorrow. You you gonna want to tune in for that one? That was gonna be fun. Bunch of news about Vince McMahon, Brock Lesnar, and uh, all the other uh, sex trafficking <laughs> stuff going on. <sighs> yeah, bombshell got released on Twitter. We'll go over that tomorrow. Uh, Dakota, you got anything you want to add before we get out of here? Uh. Captain America, you're our only hope. It's... <laughs> Lamar B1 Kenobi, you're our only hope. Unblock me on Twitter. Ugh. I need I need one more 
unanimous MVP caliber game out of this man. That's it. I need one more than him to lose to the to the Lions Lu- in the playoffs. Let's say Ray Lewis gonna be there. Ed Reed gonna be there. T Pain's performing at halftime. Why T Pain? Does it matter? It's T Pain. That's fair. Michael Phelps is apparently bringing the ball out. So basically, they're bringing out everybody. They, they t- Ravens money line, lock it in. Uh, <sighs> yeah, if they come out to the in the air tonight, it's they're going to win by thirty. No, I need Ray Lewis just live mic pregame speech like it's fucking two thousand nine again. Ah. And if they're not up big at halftime, Ed Reed. Well, Keith said dominate. We ain't dominating. Yep. But we're going to get out of here. We'll be back tomorrow for the wrestling podcast. Same Uh, time, same place, same dickheads. Make sure you follow us everywhere you do social media at Cheap Pop Productions. Uh, Check me out on Twitter if you want to see some funny rants about what's going on right now. Uh, CPT Hook 53. I'll be on Twitter here shortly. Running my mouth because I can. Oh, uh, Walker Hayes or whatever, and the beef with oh uh, this motherfucker. Yeah, we staying uh, in the hood with this one. Walker Hayes releasing a diss song and just absolutely murdering country music a little more. Uh, I don't even know. But, if you want real country, uh, Treaty Oak Revival. What do you need to look into? Yeah. But uh, with all that being said, uh, I guess go Dirty Birds. Wahoo. We, we're going to go. We're going to have another top 10 draft pick next year. Yay. And this hook's on or out. Those of you listening, I'm sure you're expecting something just completely inappropriate to leave on this note. Uh, instead, today, I'd like to talk to you about joining our religion of uh, thick-ass goth women in fishnets, all right?